Good evening and welcome to the Upper Marion Township Board of Supervisors business meeting. Today is April 13th, 2023, and the time is now 729. Please join me for Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the I'd like to be begin roll call starting to my right. Greg Phillips. Bill Genoway. Tina Garzillo. Carol Kenny. Greg Wax. Tony Hamaday, Township Manager. John Walker from the Solicitor's Office. Leanna Clubriel, Township Engineer. The next item on the agenda is approval of the meeting minutes. Is there a motion to approve minutes for April 2nd, 2023 zoning workshop, March 2nd, 2023 BOS workshop, March 9th, 2023 business meeting? And Madam Chair, I, I will be abstaining from the March 9th approval um, as I was not here. So. Madam Chair, I'll make a motion to um, accept the March 2nd both meetings. I'll second that. I will second that motion. Okay. And then is there a motion for the uh, March 9th business meeting? I'll make a motion to approve the March 9th business meeting minutes. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Which one? Uh, we should do the first two, the March 2nd one first. Uh, I'm sorry. Is there an approval for the March 2nd? Aye. 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 And then an approval for the March 9th? Aye. Aye. Thank you for that clarification. Okay. All right, for chairman comments, I actually have a few comments to make this evening. Uh, the first one is that we will be having an executive session uh, immediately after our business meeting to go over personnel matters. Uh, the second item I wanted to mention is we have a statewide conference coming up with the supervisors and some of the staff. It'll be in Hershey for April 23rd through April 26th and is our annual PSATS conference and all of us are looking very much forward to attending that again. Uh, an item that I wanted to mention, I wasn't sure if all the residents, or the public out there and public sitting here today uh, are aware that the SEPTA KOP rail uh, project has been halted. So um, that project is no longer in existence and they are phasing into what they're calling the um, bus revolution that they're relooking at uh, the bus routes. They had recently changed the bus routes and eliminated some routes and uh, now they're going to revisit that and see if they can get us some more um, bus service to uh, Upper Marion. Uh, the next item I want to mention is a new program that will be launched through our police department. And um, I'll read this that I was given from Chief Nolan. Uh, the Upper Marion Township Police Department will begin using a new software program called Crime Watch. This program is intended to streamline the department's communications across multi multiple social media platforms. It will also enhance their ability to get real-time information out to the public. The Crime Watch website and app allows residents to sign up for a free account to receive email alerts regarding crimes committed in the township. Submit a non-emergency tip to the police or register your camera and alarm systems. Subscribers, subscribers will have the ability to generate area-specific crime mapping information in an effort to provide greater transparency. Residents can go to UpperMarionPolice.org to sign up for a free account. Please look for additional announcements about Crime Watch on the Upper Marion Police Facebook page and Twitter, as well as in tomorrow's Township e-newsletter. So this was a grant opportunity that the uh, police department received, and um, we've had many residents who were asking about a program like this, so we listened, and it's being launched. Uh, the next item I want to mention is the uh, Senior Center. Uh, we have uh, some new leadership in the Senior Center, and they are uh, post-COVID trying to increase their, their um, enrollment. And uh, the current president uh, drafted up a little memo for me to read, and it states, Upper Marion Senior Center is one of approximately 15,000 centers around the U.S. We would like to encourage more to join the center and take advantage of the variety of activities we offer. Many think the center is just for old people, but we are an active group. Some seniors may be new to the community, and that is a great place to become involved. Everyone is made to feel welcome. We keep our membership fees reasonable at $20 annually to provide services to more of the senior members of our community. 
An important focus of the center is to provide an opportunity for social interaction and the chance to meet and make new friends. We have potluck luncheons that are well attended and promote socializing as well as enjoying some delicious food. Our exercise program, fun and fitness, as well as line dancing, provide our members with physical activity that can help prevent many common diseases such as heart disease and diabetes. Members enjoy a weekly current events discussion group, a monthly book talk group, and our excursion committee plans a variety of field trips to educational and cultural events. We have a band practicing weekly and currently looking for new musicians to join the fun. There are many other activities to enjoy at the center. We are pleased to offer tours and more information to anyone interested. Stop in and see for yourself. Their hours are 9 to 3, um, 9 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. And um, I uh, read this in this section of the, um, the chair's comments. Uh, this, is, this is going to be the area in our meetings that I'm going to highlight uh, staff or programs that are happening in the township. I had launched that last month in our meeting, and uh, this is the first of these that I'm, pre I'm presenting. So I'm presenting this on behalf of the Senior Center. I wanted to let the public know that we are uh, going to be beginning our joint uh, meetings with our citizen board, uh, beginning our citizen boards beginning on um, April 20th and April 27th. We have three evenings of those, and these are the two that we're going to be having in in uh, the month of April. This is an opportunity for the citizen boards to come in and present to the uh, supervisors uh, maybe a recap of what they've done over this past year or some initiatives that they're looking forward to, to launching in the in the future uh, year. So I just wanted to announce that in this segment. Okay. Um, that's the end of my comments. Um, the other item I want to mention is citizen board vacancies. And my list of citizen board vacancies, there is one vacancy on the community center advisory board for a student member. The environmental advisory council has a vacancy for one person, human relations commission. Two positions are available and those are for alternates. The Library Board of Directors has one vacancy. There's also one vacancy on the Public Safety Citizen Advisory Board, one vacancy on the Upper Marion Foundation Subcommittee, and three vacancies on the Upper Marion Historical Commission. So if you're interested in getting involved at that level with the township, please feel free to get into the website, fill out an application, do an interview, and uh, come join us on one of the citizen boards. In our new business, uh, we're honored to, uh, to be swearing in a firefighter, James Roche, um, and uh, Judge Patrick Krause can come forward as well, and I see our chief is um, ready to present. Good evening. Good evening, Chairperson Garzillo, members of the board, Mr. Hamaday, and of course our citizens. Uh, tonight we will have the formal swearing in of a new firefighter EMT. After a recent resignation of a firefighter for other opportunities, we reviewed our firefighter list from last summer, summer's testing, and found we had additional viable candidates. After a selection process, we are here tonight to swear in our newest member of the Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS Department. At this time, I'll call firefighter James G. Roche forward. James is called Jamie by his friends and family. Jamie currently resides in the city of Philadelphia. Jamie is a graduate of Downingtown East High School in Exton, PA. He studied four years at Westchester University and earned a Bachelor's of Science degree in Life Science. Jamie possesses numerous fire certifications, including water rescue and advanced line systems. He is currently employed by Lehigh Valley Airport Fire Department as a crash rescue firefighter. Jamie previously worked for the Office of Emergency Management in Philadelphia. He has a strong mechanical skills, including auto repair and IT. Jamie believes that his skills and experience along with dedication to training will make him a valued member of the Upper Marion Fire and EMS team. I will now call District Judge Patrick Krause forward to administer the oath. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. Please place your left hand on the Bible. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, James Roche. I, James Roche. Do solemnly swear or affirm. Do solemnly swear or affirm. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Together with the laws and ordinances of Upper Marion Township. 
together with the laws and ordinances of Upper Marion Township. And I will discharge my duties as a firefighter EMT. And I will discharge my duties as a firefighter EMT. Of Upper Marion Township. Of Upper Marion Township. With fidelity. With fidelity. And without consideration. And without consideration. To a person's race, color. To a person's race, color. Sex, religious creed. Sex, religious creed. Sexual orientation, age. Sexual orientation, age. National origin, ancestry. National origin, ancestry. Handicap or disability. Handicap or disability. Congratulations, Officer Roche. Thank you. I would, like to, I would like to thank the board and Director Nolan for the continued support for public safety in Upper Marion. Thank you. Thank you. The next item on our agenda is the reading of Resolution 2023-12, recognizing Arbor Day, and uh, Supervisor Kenny will be reading that resolution. Thank you, Chair Garzillo. Um, the first resolution I have this evening is Resolution Number 2023-12, whereas the state legislature has adopted an act designating the last Friday in April as Arbor Day, and whereas it is the purpose of the designation of this day throughout the nation to encourage the planting of shade and forest trees, the harvesting of our forest crops by approved conservation methods, and the protection of our forests from fires, insects, and diseases that destroy the beauty and usefulness of our woodlands as well as their wildlife. And whereas trees in our township increase property value, enhance the economic vitality of business areas, and beautify our community, and whereas trees, wherever they are planted, are a source of joy and spiritual renewal. And now, therefore, the Board of Supervisors of Upper Marion Township hereby proclaims Friday, the 28th day of April, 2023, as Arbor Day. And invite all Upper Marion Township residents to celebrate Arbor Day and to observe this day by planting by the planting of one or more trees and by participating in an Arbor Day program to gladden the hearts and promote, promote the well-being of present and future generations. The township will be honoring Arbor Day with the following activities. Tree identification activity by the Upper Marion Shade Tree Commission Board, a giveaway of potted seedlings, one foot tall, ready for planting, with a tree, seedling tubes for protecting the young trees. The Valley Forge Optimists will present awards for their Earth Day poster contest. Presentation of the Tree City USA for the 47th consecutive year and Growth Award, fourth consecutive year to Upper Marion Township by the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural, Natural Resources, the DCNR. Residents will be able to pick up ordered bare root trees and Upper Marion Public Works will plant six trees in parks across the township in the month of April. Resolved this 13th day of April, 2023 by the Board of Supervisors of Upper Marion Township, uh, attested by Anthony Hamaday, Township Secretary, and it will be signed by Upper Marion Township Board of Supervisors Chairperson, Tina Garzillo. So I am just very proud that we are uh, noticed for the 47th consecutive year that we are Tree City USA. And this despite the fact that we needed to remove, um, I believe, a couple of thousand ash trees throughout the township because of the emerald ash borer. And we have been making great strides in replanting trees throughout the township. Uh, that is something that the Shade Tree Commission has been um, 
taking the lead on, and uh, many of us have volunteered throughout the years to help tend the trees that we have already planted. So thank you to all those residents here who have been involved in keeping us a national, a national tree city. Shall I continue? The second resolution that Supervisor Kenny will be reading is Resolution 2023-13, Recognizing Earth Day. Okay, thank you. Uh, resolution number 2023-13, whereas the water, land, air, and wildlife of Upper Marion Township are precious and in need of care and protection, and the residents of Upper Marion Township care deeply about our environment. And whereas each April, Earth Day is celebrated in our community, our state, our nation, and the world over, and that this is the only holiday in the history of the world that has no national or religious borders, and that Earth Day is celebrated in order to focus our attention on our fragile environment, to reduce toxicity and trash, to reuse containers, to repair what is broken and to recycle as much as possible, including buying products with recycled materials. And whereas the Board of Supervisors regards protection of open space as an important goal, preserving and conserving land for future generations. And whereas clean indoor air is not only a privilege but an important right for children and adults. And whereas we remember the words of President John F. Kennedy, quote, it is our task in our time and in our generation to hand down undiminished to those who come after us, as was handed down to us by those who went before, the natural wealth and beauty which is ours." Unquote. And whereas we remember the words of President Theodore Roosevelt, quote, the conservation of natural resources is the fundamental problem. Unless we solve that problem, it will avail us little to solve all others." Unquote. Whereas this year especially, when the country and the world are dealing with a global health crisis that has changed the fabric of our daily way of life, that we do everything in our power to protect our natural life support systems that make our world habitable. Now therefore be it resolved that the Board of Supervisors proclaims April 22, 2023, Earth Day in Upper Marion Township. This year, Earth Day features live music, crafters, green demos, sustainable products, food vendors, a petting zoo, a beer garden, and much more. Please come out to celebrate Earth Day on Saturday, April 22nd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Township Park and lower level parking lot behind the Township Building. On Sunday, April 23rd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., there will be a bicycle collection with a Zuma bike, along with a recycling event at the Upper Marion Area Middle School parking lot located at 450 Keebler Road. Resolved this 13th day of April, 2023, by the Board of Supervisors of Upper Marion Township, attested by Anthony Hamaday, Township Secretary, and Upper Marion Township Board of Supervisors Chairperson, Tina Garzillo. And I just want to add to that that I was around, I was in college at, at the time of the first Earth Day. And that was an exciting day, and I had never envisioned that it was going to be going on for this long. Um, I also want to add that our township uh, is committed to increasing the up, open spaces in our township. We have taken out a bond this year for the express purpose of part of that bond to acquire additional open space for the township, which would be locations which would not be developed for any commercial purposes. So we take our responsibility to the earth very seriously. And um, I hope many of you, or as many as possible, will be able to join us on Earth Day, Saturday, April 22nd. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Supervisor Kenny. The Ma next item on- Madam Chair. I'm sorry. I'd like to make a motion to approve resolutions 2023-12 and 2023-13. Is there a second? Second. Any comments? Additional comments? All in favor? Aye. Aye.
The next item on the agenda is public hearing proposed ordinance South Henderson Road, proposed ordinance establishing parking restrictions on South Henderson Road between Shoemaker Road and South Gulf Road. And um, before we open this hearing, I just wanted to make a comment that this is a reaction to some parking issues that we had along Henderson Road in reaction to uh, opening of an entertainment facility that um, was very well attended and uh, people were um, illegally parking um, to try to make it, it's time tickets and they were trying to make it inside the venue on time and it just created a, a very serious traffic and public safety issue. So it prompted us to want to adopt an ordinance to deal with that issue. And now I'd like to turn the hearing over to um, our solicitor, John Thank Walco. You, Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, and as you mentioned, this is an ordinance that would restrict parking on both the uh, east side and west side of South Henderson Road between Shoemaker Road and South Gulf Road, which is in the proximity of what you just mentioned. Three exhibits uh, for the hearing today. First, for exhibit one is the ordinance itself, which essentially just uh, announces the restrictions of parking in that area, as there are already established parts in the code that prohibit parking at all times, and it would add those areas to that list. Board Exhibit 2 is the March 30th, 2023 advertisement of tonight's public hearing, which was published in the Times-Herald. Board Exhibit 3 is the March 27th, 2023 proof of submission of this ordinance to the uh, Montgomery County Law Library for public inspection of the ordinance. Uh, with that, I'll turn it over to see if there's any public comment. Hearing and seeing none, I'll turn it back to the board to see if the board has any comment or questions related to this uh, ordinance. Um, I, I have some questions, uh, Joel, one question, knowing where this, um, this incident happened in the location on, on Henderson Road, um, why is the parking restriction, why are the parking restrictions only talking about uh, between Shoemaker and South Gulf? Why are the parking restrictions not also including um, the northern part of Henderson from Shoemaker to say Church Road? or the Hanson access. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, part of that is, is that the, that section of the road from Shoemaker, say, to Church Road, there's no really defined wide shoulder. So there really isn't anywhere to park. In this section from Shoemaker to um, South Golf Road, there are certain areas that you can park. Right across the street from uh, the, the Thrills facility, uh, there's a wide shoulder in front of Ferguson uh, HVAC, excuse me, HVAC, all the way down to the storage unit. Further up the street from Golf Mills Village to the uh, AMPM, there's also a wide shoulder. Mm -hmm. uh, the other, in the other direction, there is not a wide enough shoulder. There's about two, two and a half feet from the uh, uh, road yellow line to uh, curb line. So there's really no way to park there. Um, somebody this somebody was couldn't illegally park partly they, they on could, the street. They could, but then they would illegally have parked in the roadway. The road. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this was the recommendation, uh, or at least the concurrence with the police, to okay. focus in because that's where we anticipated or we solved the initial problems. Okay. Uh, we can always look in the future, but we really haven't had any uh, uh, call for any complaints in, in what I'll call that lower half from Shoemaker on to... Because um, I'm uh, thinking in front of Tesla, for instance, mm -hmm. that's yeah. not included in here. No, it's not. But the, and there's it only seems like a there's small... a bit of land there where people could try to park. Uh, there's not much. And if you remember, that gets a little wider because it veers off mm -hmm. uh, to, um, um, uh, I'm sorry. Shoemaker? Uh, Shoemaker. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there's not okay. enough room. Curb line, um, a small little area that's maybe a foot or so, and then uh, the yellow stripe of the road. Okay. We can always look at that okay. if we wanted to. Well, if, if another event happened yeah. and yeah. we found out that people yeah. were circumventing yeah. this particular yeah. area, yeah. are we going to, um, we could change it again, are we going to post signs along here? Yes. Once the board approves that, okay. it is a state road. Uh, mm -hmm. PennDOT has given us the ability to regulate parking on that road. So once the board approves that in five, in five days, the ordinance takes effect, uh, we will post signs along the length of that. Okay. Um, and in, just to note that, you know, that one incident that occurred, uh, we had a lot of issues parking. We were thinking that it would continue. 
Um, it has not. Thrills has made a, a genuine effort to put up signage to, to have people in the parking to move cars from uh, their parking lot to their auxiliary mm -hmm. parking lot uh, right next door. So it, it's been good. Um, I think that one incident, uh, uh, how unfortunate, uh, was that they televised or advertised a huge event mm -hmm. and they got flooded. Yeah. Well, it, maybe hope. this is a little off to the side, a little ancillary yeah. but question, but yeah. it, it wasn't originally the problem, the fact that they were overbooked and were, had too many people yeah. legally, yeah. who were legally allowed yeah. to be in there. Yeah. And if that should be part of the solution, yes. I assume yeah. that they're And they have, you know, worked with, with the with fire that. marshal uh, and the police, and they have okay. made some huge efforts in making sure there's not a repeat of any parking problems. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I did want to repeat what you had, had mentioned about the accessory parking that's at yeah. the South Henderson yeah. office complex yeah. that um, Thrills has, was awarded, I think it was through a ZHB decision, yes. that they are allowed to have additional parking, parking. in that parking lot yeah. up the street. Um, but still comply with the number, legal number of people yeah. that are allowed to be in there at any one time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Okay. Any other no. comments, questions? No, with that, this ordinance will be uh, in a position for this board to vote upon. Madam Chair, I'd like to make a motion to approve the ordinance. I'll second that motion. Anything from the public? Any comments? Hearing, seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Passes five to zero. The next item on the agenda is our consent agenda, and please bear with me. This is a long consent agenda. Um, so sit back, um, grab some popcorn, and <laughs> I'll give this a go. The first item on the budget is uh, the first item on the consent agenda is for a budget transfer of fifteen thousand dollars from eighteen four thirty dash zero seven nine four one to number 18430-07889 to cover the public works salt shed roof repairs, which will be procured under a Pennsylvania CoStars Cooperative Purchasing Agreement. Number two, land development plan review extension for Parkview Tower, 1150 First Avenue, accept letter of extension from Park Parkview Tower Associates, LP, for the review of the proposed land development plan through July 31st, 2023. Number three, land development plan review extension, Manso Mill Company, Manso Mill Road, accept letter of extension from the Manso Mill Company for the review of the proposed land development plan, phase two warehouse, phase two warehouse to May 11th, 2023. Number four, Tannery Drive at Crow Creek Stabilization, payment number two, Ecotone LLC, approval of payment application number two to Ecotone LLC in the amount of $7,905.74 for work completed to date on the project. Number five, resolution 2023-11, Moore Road Multimodal Trail and Linear Park grant application to DCNR, authorization to submit a DCNR grant application in, con in conjunction with the KOP bid for the Moore Road Multimodal Trail Improvement Project. Number six, Moore Road Multimodal Trail Improvement Project Cooperative Agreement, KOP bid, Approval of a cooperative agreement with a KOP bid for the design, bidding, and management of the Moore Road Multimodal Trail Improvement Project. Number seven, Abrams Pump Station, Valley Brook Pump Station, Trout Run Pump Station Upgrade Project. Contract payment number three, Blooming Glen Contractors. Approval of payment application number three to Blooming Glen Contractors in the amount of $93,333.54 for work completed to date on the upgrade project as recommended by the Township Consulting Engineer. Number eight, First Avenue Linear Park Phase Two, payment application number five in the amount of $265,304.62 to Rocon Inc. of Westchester, Pennsylvania, Westchester, Pennsylvania for work completed to date. Number nine is being removed from the agenda. Number 10 will now become number nine. Sweetbriar Park Playground Renovation Contract Payment Number One to General Recreation Inc. Approval of payment to General Recreation Inc. in the amount of $162,184.72 for 
for playground renovations, including all new equipment, site amenities, safety surfacing, and installation. Number, the new number 10, approval of a new, new five-year, 60-month lease with Jules and Associates for the community center fitness equipment in the amount of $320 per month, including three, what did I, what did I say? Oh, $3,120 per month, I apologize. Thank you for the catch. <laughs> including full five-year warranty and old equipment buyback. Number 11, resolution 2023-14, Police motor vehicle close and lease, authorization and confirmation of a 36-month lease contract for new vehicle from Patriot dealerships under CoStar's contract in the amount of $528.16 per month, reimbursed through an auto, automobile theft motor vehicle insurance fraud intergovernmental agreement with the Pennsylvania State Police. That was a tongue twister. Uh, number 12. Capital equipment lease purchase, authorization to lease purchase the following vehicles through any state co-stars contract or government leasing program. A, public safety, four, 2023 four police interceptor all-wheel drive marked uh, patrol vehicles. B, wastewater and collections for two, 2023 Ford Escape hybrids. We're happy to see hybrids on that list. I think that was changed uh, from um, not hybrids to hybrids, so appreciate that. Safety, safety and Codes 2023 Chevrolet Bolt EV four-door four wagon. Number 13, authorization to purchase Norview, Park, Norview Farm Park sign. Authorization to purchase a new freestanding ground sign from Edge Signs and Graphics, Pottstown, Pennsylvania, in the amount of $17,084. Number 14, capital equipment purchase. Public Works Garage Fuel Dispensers, authorization for the purchase and installation of three replacement fuel dispensers for Public Works in the amount of $60,153 from Fuel System Services, LLC, of Telfor, Pennsylvania, through the Sourcewell Cooperative Purchasing Program. And number 15, appointment to Citizen Board, Library Board of Directors. We would like to appoint David Newman to that board. Number 16, resolution 2023-16, wastewater treatment discharge regula regulations. Number 17, linear park phase two contract extension, Roadcon Inc, approval of a request from Roadcon for time extension on the linear park phase two contract to July 31st, 2023 due to, due to material delays and unforeseen utility conflicts. Can I entertain a motion to accept the consent agenda? So moved. Second. Are there any, pub any public comments? Seeing and hearing none, are there any, any comments from the board? Uh, just a couple of comments, if you don't mind. Um, as liaison to the EAC, I'm very, very happy to see the addition of uh, an EV uh, car for safety and codes and for two Ford Escape hybrids uh, for wastewater and collections. Um, I will be sending more information about hybrids and EVs uh, to our uh, township manage manager and to the board and to our police chief as well, um, just to continue in this vein of getting more, uh, more friendly vehicles for the township. Um, since we are appointing, assuming we vote on this, uh, we are appointing David Newman to the Library Board of Directors. That means now that there will be no uh, vacancy for the Library Board um, as of that vote. And the other, one other comment. No, I think that's it. Okay, thank you, Madam Chair. And Supervisor Wax. Thank, yes, thank you, Madam Chair. Just really quickly on the um, Moore Road Multimodal Trail Project, I just want to state how happy I am that we're taking this next step. And a cooperative agreement and an application for a grant are the next steps. Now, the next steps don't necessarily mean a trail is going to be built overnight. It takes time. What makes this trail particularly special is that there is the possibility of a rails for trails element involved. 
Uh, also, it would provide enhanced connectivity in the township because if this trail, when combined with some other possibilities, come to fruition, you could actually see the King of Prussia town center area being connected directly to Valley Forge Park, the Schuylkill River Trail, and the Schuylkill River West Trail. And speaking of the Schuylkill River West Trail, and this is part of why these projects are so valuable, I was on the Schuylkill River West Trail today, shortly after lunch, and it was packed. And to be able to, to build these trails, even though they take a lot of time and a lot of money, uh, to be able to see so many people using these trails really is an incredible amenity that we have in this township. And one of the best things about trails, and people don't talk about this enough when they talk about trails, is they are free. You don't necessarily have to have money to use them. All you have to do is be able to walk or bike or jog or on a skateboard or do whatever you want. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you for those comments. Any additional comments? We're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. 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 Passes five to zero. The next item on the agenda, item F, preliminary final subdivision plan, 800-870 River Road, consideration of a preliminary final subdivision plan for 800 Schuylkill River Associates, 870 River Road, prepared by Taylor, Wiseman and Taylor, dated September 22, 2022, last revised 2023 for the subdivision, reverse subdivision of 0.325 acres from parcel 58-00-16521-10-7 to 58-00-16521-12-5. Resolution 2023-15. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, before you tonight is a, a simple uh, reverse, subdivision, reverse subdivision uh, at 870, eight, uh, 800, 870 River Road. Uh, the board uh, saw the applicant make a presentation at your work session. It's for the transfer of approximately 0.32 acres from 870 River Road to 800 River Road. Did I get that correct? Uh, yep. Um, to an 800 is about 3.2 acres. Uh, the applicant's uh, attorney is here tonight, uh, Mr. Campbell, if there's any questions uh, and if you want to provide any additional information. Uh, good evening, Edmund Campbell on behalf of the applicant. Mr. Hammity, I think I, I, I nodded yes, but- But it's, was, it's the opposite. That's yeah. correct. <clears throat> there's a small railroad spur that is associated with the parcel that we think of as the Philadelphia Inquirer building. It's no longer the Inquirer building. My client owns property on the other side of the street and has that spur under agreement. Um, the application that we've made is to subdivide that railroad spur from 800, the former Inquirer lot, and join it with a three-acre lot that's on the either west or north side of River Road, depending on how, how you would look at it. It's a relatively straightforward application the application doesn't relate to any land development there. That will be coming next, mm -hmm. but it's a piece of housekeeping to add this small sliver of land. It just makes sense. It, it is across the street, and it's a very narrow sliver. Mm -hmm. I don't want to belabor the presentation. There's a resolution for your approval, and I would ask that you adopt it. And this parcel would just be this little sliver. It's not a parcel. This little yeah. sliver would just become part of the parcel that's, that's adjacent yeah. to it. That's correct. That's exactly right. It's, it's an orphan piece of railroad track siding that isn't used for railroad track siding anymore. It just happens to be adjacent to property that my client owns. Do you happen to know the width of that part, that little piece, that sliver? I, I did. I think it's 40 feet. 40. 40 feet. I believe it's 40 feet wide, uh, a couple hundred feet long. Does the board have any questions or comments about I just have a question. Um, you said there's a railroad track there. Is it's not being used? No, it is not a rail. I refer to it as a. Is it? It's the width of what used to be when it was Keystone Coke, and there's all the industrial uses uh -huh. there. This would have been like a place to park truck, park uh -huh. trains. So I call it track track siding, but it's not a track. It's not track siding. I mean, no question. I'm misusing that phrase. Okay, thank you. Just to correct the record, it's not 3.2 acres, it's 0.325 yeah. acres, right? That's correct. Yeah. It's, a, right. it's about one-third yeah. of an acre that is right. being removed yeah. from 800, which is a much larger property on the other side of the street, and it's being merged in with 
a three-acre site. Yeah, but but I think we we heard three point two acres. Yeah, that's, the, that's the point, property that will be accepting the well, lot. And that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. The, this part is just it's point three two point three two eight. Yep. Any additional comments? There are some waivers uh, that are part of the approval, and all those waivers are with regard to plan requirements, uh, uh, site features, uh, uh, monuments, uh, site features within 200 feet, those plan requirements that are typically shown on a full-blown land development plan. This is just the subdivision plan. Those items will then be shown on any future development plan. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Can I just ask a question about that? This is a subdivision plan. Yeah. Why would we have waivers from yeah. waiver requirements that they need to meet in terms of they have to provide you a full land development yeah. plan? It's just a subdivision. Yeah, you're correct. But the way our code is written, it doesn't matter. All those features or all those requirements are are required of the applicant to put on the plan. Uh, that's something when we're looking at the subdivision land development ordinance trying to make some changes. A simple subdivision is just that. It should be just that movement of, of property from one to another. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. A lot line change. That, that's manageable <clears throat> as far as describing it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And all of the waivers will just incorporate it to the the global two pieces coming together. That, that's correct. At some point when the site is developed, the your staff, your engineer, your your planning commission, they'll all look at that. Some of those waivers we might ask for again, but my guess is most of them we will not. Most of them will, will be addressed. Any additional comments or questions from the board? Mr. Hammond, do you have anything else you would like to add? I do not, Madam Chair. Okay. All right. May I entertain a motion? I'll move to um, approve the, the final preliminary final subdivision plan and resolution 2023. I'll second that motion. Thank you very much. Any comments from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. Thank you very much. Good evening. Thank you. The next item on our agenda is item G, authorization to purchase property from Montgomery County Repository Tax Sale, parcel 58-00-03469-00-1, Evergreen Lane, approval of the purchase of parcel number 58-00-03469-00-1, Evergreen Lane, 21,200 square feet from Montgomery County as part of the county's repository tax sale in the amount of $500 and authorization for the proper township officials to sign all necessary documents to complete the purchase of this parcel. And just to give you a framework of where this is, this is um, adjacent to um, Bob, Bob, Holland. Holland, Bob Holland Park off of Coates Road. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have the, the map up uh, on the screen. It's a small piece of property uh, at the end of the township's right-of-way of Evergreen Lane. Um, it was has been for s several years on the, the county repository sale. Uh, the township thought it uh, prudent uh, to request the supervisors uh, acquire that piece of property through the repository sale to ensure that no individual who actually an individual did bid on it uh, from out of state would be able to secure that piece of property and do something that would affect the access uh, to the neighboring properties. Um, uh, Mr. Hickman uh, looked at it and um, it's prudent and we're requesting the board consider that. It will be $500 uh, and then it will actually add uh, additional access, direct access to the park for us. It will add additional access to the park. Well, we'll have that. We'll have that extension of Evergreen Lane. So if we ever needed to do anything or access it, we won't be trespassing on someone else's property. We own it to get up through the park or do some extra work. Mr. Hammaday, is yeah. that a dedicated road? Do we own that road? The, the first piece of it, uh, Mr. Phillips, if you'll see where the cursor is, this first piece is our property. It's not a dedica dedicated road. It's still a private it's driveway our, but it's our on property. our property. Yes. Okay. All right. yeah. And do we own that park? We do not. We actually uh, lease that park from Pico. Now back out of this plan, if you'll see how the uh, the park is split into two pieces mm -hmm. with a, an old right-of-way going through the middle. Um, Pico owns both 
pieces sides. of the park. And yeah. then where is this bit that we are purchasing for? This little blue, sh blue outlined area on Evergreen Lane. So who owns the middle of that? Uh, it's in, it's in, nobody. It's an old right away unnamed Paper Street. Um, back to uh, the 20s, we believe. Yeah. Do, does Pico have lines that go down that? They do. Okay. Uh, there's actually two Pico facilities. Uh, on the left-hand side of the property, there are people uh, Pico transmission lines that run up into Bridgeport. And on the right-hand side of the property along Evergreen, there's a Pico gas line that'll okay. run up to uh, the Bridgeport uh, uh, Elementary School. And just a, a note uh, of uh, interest is that the Pico poles on the property, uh, they're spaced enough that are the, the length of a football field with a 50-yard line in the middle. So if you want to play football, you could down there without actually stepping off anything. So do, so do we have a 99-year lease with Pico? We do, yes. Okay, what year are we up to? Mrs. Kenny, I don't know Okay, that. okay, um, don't want to put you on the spot. I can, I can so. say that uh, at least we're into probably 58 years of that. Okay, because I know we also <laughs> have other leases for uh, some of our yeah. other parks yeah. as well. But yeah. uh, for this tiny little bit, it's not even, what is it, a quarter of an acre yeah. or so? Yeah. I'm not going to brag that we just bought some more open no. space. But yeah. I'm, it's basically I'm glad we a paved area with some gravel it. on each side. Uh, it's 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 yeah. the residents have always used that as their driveway. Okay, yeah. thank you, Mr. Hamaday. Who handles the maintenance of that road? Uh, the okay. residents have been doing that. Um, we sent a letter to all the residents indicating why the board would be moving forward if if the board enacts uh, approval of that. Um, but it is their really their private driveway uh, on our property. Yeah. And they will be continuing to do maintenance on the road? We will go in. Uh, there's some areas that we will probably fill in between the roadway and the, um, the park, just with some dirt, et cetera, just to make sure. Uh, again, we will own that property. We just want to make sure that it's safe. But the driveway is theirs. So are there any easement agreements or maintenance agreements with the neighbors? They all under, uh, my understanding is they all have access through... Um, this piece of property in their deeds. Um, because once we hit the end of that, it goes into, an, again, a private driveway. If you've been down there, you'll see keep out, et cetera. Right, so, but we, we don't have a maintenance agree, agreement We with do them. not have a maintenance agreement, nor did the county. Yeah. Nor did the county. No. And we do not have a maintenance agreement with any of the property owners for the first 100 and some feet uh, from Coates Lane. And just for curiosity's sake, just for edification yeah. for the public, for this um, this process, this repository tax sale, uh, is this something that the, the county reaches out to us on a regular basis, or we contact the county? Yeah. How does that process? Uh, they, they do. What they'll do each year, they'll they'll have a repository tax sale, property that they own that they want to get rid of, and as part of that process, uh, they will notify us that they receive bids on a certain parcel or parcels, and we as the township have the right to um, accept that or to object to it. In this case, I sent them a letter saying that it may be more beneficial for us. Uh, they did not move forward with that sale and then offered it to us. So yeah. we typically so, maybe a first right of refusal? Yes, yeah. Uh, we did that about uh, a year or so ago on a piece of property that was at uh, the dead end of Fraley Street at the, the Turnpike. Here, um, there was a piece of property that actually somebody owned. The county thought it was there, so we objected to it. It happened to be a relative of one of our employees who didn't even know that the county was doing that. So if we didn't get notified, somebody may have owned a piece of property on their property that they thought it was theirs. Yeah. No, that was a private sale, uh, yes. But they, they do regularly notify us. Um, in the past three and a half years, I think at least three times. Almost once a year, they'll try to unload some of the properties that they have. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thank you for the explanation. Yep. Okay, where are we at this one? I guess I'm entertaining a motion. I'll move to uh, authorize the uh, purchase of the uh, Montgomery County repository tax sale for parcel 5A-00-03469-00-1 Evergreen Line. Is there a second? Second. Oh, who did I hear first? We'll give this one to Supervisor Kenny. Okay. 
Any comments from the public? Hearing and seeing none. We're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Passes five to zero. I'll give you the next one. That's a tie. <laughs> not, not counting. The next item on the agenda is accounts payable and payrolls. Um, ready to pay the bills. Motion to pay the bills. Second. Second. There you go. You got it. <laughs> All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. Okay. Item I. Additional business. Anyone have any additional business? I'll turn it over to Supervisor Wax. Thank you, Madam Chair. I have three items of additional business. The first I probably should have mentioned shortly after uh, Supervisor Kenny read off the Earth Day proclamation and prior to our vote. Uh, I did want to add one thing. Uh, Supervisor Kenny did mention the bicycle recycling, which I uh, thank our Parks and Rec Department for organizing. Uh, it is a great opportunity to be able to dispose of your bike or have that bike be passed along to somebody who might not ordinarily be able to afford a bike. But there's more than just uh, bicycle recycling occurring on Sunday, April 23, from I believe 11 to 2 p.m. at the Upper Marion Area Middle School. Uh, there's also uh, a green drop for clothes recycling. There's an e-waste recycling uh, that's electronic recycling, and they accept a significant number of electronics, some of which there is a charge for. For example, I believe uh, uh, cathode ray tubes. Um, there's also recycling for uh, sporting equipment. There's also a paper shredding event. And I believe there's also some furniture recycling. All the information that can be, that all the information about what is being accepted for recycling and what is not being accepted and what items might actually come with a supplemental charge can be found on the township website. It's on the Park and Rec website under Earth Day. There's a lot of information there. What is being accepted is uh, substantial, uh, so much so that I've been gathering stuff and I, I will certainly be there on Sunday, uh, April 23, before I head off to PSATS. Uh, secondly, I want to mention that on Saturday, May 6, from 11 to 2 p.m. is the annual Race for Peace. That's an opportunity for people to come and talk with not only the Upper Merion Police Department, but other police departments often show as well. Uh, that will be held at the King of Prussia Mall and you can you know talk with officers and ask whomever you want, you know, questions about whatever you want uh, when it comes to policing. I frequently attend this event and it's a really good job done by the Race for Peace Committee and the police associations which participate uh, in Race for Police as well as the police chiefs. Uh, thirdly, I also want to mention that Saturday, April 22nd is the annual prescription drug take back day. We do have a, a, a prescription drug take back bin which is in the township building lobby and anybody can drop off their prescription drugs 24-7. Uh, but I do think that a prescription drug take-back day is warranted because of the significant uh, concerns that can be raised in regards to both abuse and environmental degradation from uh, old or expired prescriptions or prescriptions that are no longer being used um, from just mishandling or unfortunately sometimes people throw old pharmaceuticals down the toilet bowl and it does cause uh, environmental issues. Um, and lastly, so I guess there are actually four announcements. I just want to state that I am looking forward to the May business meeting because at the May business meeting, the Board of Community Assistance will um, announce their annual recipients, recipients for uh, scholarships for Upper Marion area residents who are graduating high school and continuing their education, and organizations which provide services to Upper Marion residents. Uh, the application period technically is still open, but it closes tomorrow, so by the time that most of you watch this meeting, the application period will have closed. Thank you, Madam Chair. Okay, thank you. Um, so I have some additional information as well about Earth Day. Just want to emphasize the fact that Zuma Bike will be appearing here twice. Zuma Bike will be at the parking lot at the corner of Henderson and Ross Road on Saturday the 22nd. Uh, they will be, be collecting bicycles and they also will be doing donation-based repair services. And that will be on the parking lot at Ross Road where we also have overflow parking for Earth Day. Secondly, Zuma Bike will be involved in the recycling effort on Sunday the 23rd, which is at the Upper Marion Middle School parking lot, and they are collecting bicycles as well 
uh, as the other items that uh, Mr. Wax mentioned. Uh, for Earth Day, uh, there'll be many activities. There will be a beer garden by Conchahokan Brewing, uh, food trucks, vendor demonstrations and activities, visits with adoptable dogs and from all four paws, face painting, that's always a fun thing for kids, uh, a petting zoo which will be in the, um, in the grass behind or just in front of the gazebo. There'll be an inflatable obstacle course which is free and I have no idea what that is. Uh, there will be crafts with Upper Marion Park and Rec as well. And there will be performances, there will be music, and uh, hopefully we'll have great weather and a great turnout from everyone. Uh, one last thing I'd like to mention for Earth Day, I'm liaison to the EAC, the Environmental Advisory Council. We still do have one opening. Uh, so please, if you're interested, uh, put in an application for the EAC. Uh, we will have uh, a table there with information about solar uh, installations, about electric vehicles, and about native plants, and also the plants that you should not have. We will have lists of uh, invasive plants that you should not have in your yard and gardens. We also will have two EV cars as um, samples with their owners, and you'll be invited to speak to the owners if you have questions. It'll be a real hands-on type demonstration. So I hope to see everyone on Earth Day. We're looking forward to it. And uh, that's all I have, I believe, at the moment. Thank you. Thank you. No comments? Okay, okay I have a few. Oh. I had one please, item. Please. And I'm, I'm surprised that Mr. Wax didn't mention this. Uh, but Upper Marion was just awarded uh, another communication award by the Pennsylvania State Association of Township Supervisors. And, and it's not that we win awards for this. It's the fact that Upper Marion goes through the effort to communicate with our residents in the variety of fashions that we do that gets us acknowledged for these kinds of efforts. But we actually, this year, uh, when we go out, we will be, I, I would imagine, we'll all be receiving the award on behalf of the township for our cable TV category for event marketing. And there were 111 candidates for this out of the uh, municipalities within the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And it deals with uh, social media, websites, et cetera. And our cable TV programs, again, came up with another award. And, and if anyone comes into the township building and would ever care to walk over on the wall back by our communication offices, you will see the repetitive nature of the awards that we win for our ability to effectively communicate with the residents of Upper Marion Township. Yes. Um Supervisor Genoway, Vice Chair Genoway is correct. Uh, congratulations to the PIO office for receiving this award. This award is really a credit to the great work that they do. Um, what Vice Chair Genoway alluded to before is that three times in the last five or six years, I believe, the township has won the overall best communicating second class municipality award in the entire Commonwealth. And most of the municipalities in the Commonwealth are second class township. And that also uh, is a testament to the quality of the work done by our public information office. Uh, they should be rightly proud of having received these awards. I occasionally like to uh, give Mr. Herbert some guff, so to speak, saying, "How come we didn't win a? How come we didn't win the Commonwealth first place overall prize this year?" Uh, the truth is that PSATS does actually like to pass the award around. Uh, there are more municipalities besides just Upper Marion Township, but um, really, honestly, uh, the public information does office does an incredible job, and that is why year in and year out we are recognized with awards. Thank you, Vice Chair Genway, for addressing us. And once again, thank you to the PIO office. Also the media board, I'm not forgetting you guys. Thank you for mentioning that, yeah. They well-deserved recognition. And I have a couple more items I wanted to report on. Um, first one is, if, if anyone has gone over to uh, Norview Farms, you'll see a lot of activity that's been happening over there recently. The latest update is there are two large, very large white tents that our public works department managed to uh, erect over there. Um, it took about a dozen employees to actually put this thing together. So um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just 
pique your curiosity and just take a take a, um, a drive over to, to uh, Norview Farms, grab some ice cream and take a look at the tent. It will be a, the future home of the Upper Marion Farmers Market. Market season opens on May 13th. We have a lot of brand new vendors that are coming into the market this year. So very much looking forward to the relocation and exciting new vendors. Um, check out the website and you'll see the vendors that, we're, that we have coming on board. Exciting times for that one. Uh, the next one I wanted to mention is the Upper Marion Township Pool. We are almost reaching capacity that uh, we were surprised at how many people have already joined the pool. We're still limiting the pool, um, the pool memberships to just Upper Marion Township residents. It doesn't look like we're going to be able to open it up to outside uh, outside municipalities just because of how many numbers are becoming members uh, that, that live in Upper Marion. So if um, you're considering joining the pool, don't hesitate. Um, it's, it's filling up and uh, you may not be able to get in if you wait. So I know it's still a little bit early to be thinking about that, but if you wanna be a member of the pool this summer, it's just for our township residents and uh, um, memberships are filling up. Another item I wanted to mention is on April 27th, we're having the Crow Creek, the Crow Creek Trail ribbon cutting ceremony at, at Volpe Commons. It's April 27th at 4 p.m. So if you'd like to join us for that, uh, for that ribbon cutting event, um, please, please come out again, April 27th at four o'clock. Another save the date I wanted to mention is on April 30th, there will be a block party, a block party for CHOP at the town center of Village of Valley Forge. They're gonna shut down Main Street on April 30th from one o'clock to four o'clock and there'll be a check presentation to CHOP uh, given around 3.30 towards the end of the event. All kinds of family friendly event, events going over there. The food vendors, the um, jugglers, people on stilts uh, going through the crowd. Um, a lot of fun, fun activities for the family. So um, April 30th, if you're available, coming over, come over to um, the town center and um, join us for some fun over there. And I believe that was the last of my items. And um, entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, public comment. I apologize. Any public comment? Okay. Seeing and hearing none. One position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Passes five to zero. We are adjourned. It is 830. <laughs>